0: safe and sorry.
1: Hi there, everybody. Welcome to a very special Finger Guns podcast, celebrating one year of The Last of Us Part 2. Recording this, we are currently bang in the middle of E3 2021. And this is the one night that we said, we're going to get set that one free so people can have the night off. And then me and Kat were talking, and suddenly it's like, oh, miss not doing a podcast. So here we are. We're going to talk about The Last of Us Part 2 um, on the day that The Last of Us 2 is one year old. And we have some thoughts. We're going to kind of Go back to when we played it, when we enjoyed it. I only completed it recently, so it's still kind of fresh in the memory. And uh, I'm very excited to, uh, to jump in and see what the opinions are a year later. And uh, joining me is Toby Anderson. Hello. How are you, man? Welcome back. <laughs> oh, it's been so long. Oh, dear. It's been so long. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: I'm really excited to, uh, to get into The Last of Us.
1: Yeah, March me too. Man. Me too. Uh, Miles Thompson. Hello again. How are you, man?
3: Yeah, all right. Thank you. Got a little bit of uh, hay fever going on, but otherwise, surviving.
1: Oh no, are you okay?
3: Yeah, doing all right. I oh my god, suffer through it.
1: <laughs> oh no. Hopefully, it's not some kind of infection that's going to take over the world. Oh, maybe it's like a parasite lodged on my brain. Oh god, well, is turning into a clicker. <laughs> it's happening. And rounding off the podcast, it's K to the A to the TKB.
4: That's the best one yet. Hello.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. How i rehearsed you, that and everything. Um, oh, Thanks so much for asking, Kat. I'm fine. Thank you. I was remaining really really excited. <laughs> no, no, I
2: was doing it deliberately. I was waiting for it. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, I will totally not to to ask Ross how he i ask you anything now.
3: I'm just going to be like, no, I
1: won't ask.
4: Oh, it's funny. And for anyone who's listening, it's because I care and nobody else does. Wow. <laughs>
1: I'm glad someone does. Yeah. Mm. yeah. God. Sorry, man. Yeah, that's no, all right. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. We can move you on. Found, you sound okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. It's fine, Tobes. Whatever. All right. Let's move on. Uh right then. Let's uh let's get into it. So get off mute. Let's just let's just talk it out. Let's just pretend oh, we're all sat around a table. We're just having a chat. Now I'm Hi. gonna start with um <coughs> I'm gonna start with Tobes because um this has been been a year in the waiting for us that we've been like planning to chat about the last of us kind of in depth on our podcast. So, um, yeah, a, a year later, what are your kind of, um, overall thoughts of the game? And do you think it still holds up kind of a year later? Do you think it still holds up to the the critical acclaim and the controversies as well?
2: The short answer is yes. The last of us part two, when you look back at it now um and i i cribbed a little bit just before we started to make sure i had everything in my head um but the, the the parts that you remember without cribbing they're the bits that stick with you you know like the the sort of visceral feeling of revenge and the sort of hyper brutal violence of the whole thing that just was such an emotion like such an emotional roller coaster I was an emotional wreck playing the entire thing I know that's overused that that sort of idea but you got to the end of this and you were just like I I don't know who to support I don't know who to who to be but you know who, who to be behind do I support Ellie do I support Abby you know what do I feel and you were sort of Put through the ringer by this game in a way that you can probably look back at the whole of last year and pick you know only maybe a couple of other games that went anywhere near that so it has it does hold up and it does have like you know a bit of a legacy already it's it's a strong a strong game to to to, to follow for naughty dog and it's something that is very memorable i know we'll get into all of the you know the 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 it, the, the ins and outs of it and the, the the you know the plots and stuff and i want to do some spoilers but it's it's something really memorable yeah that's the that's the crux of it i just had mm. such an emotional ride um and felt felt things with ellie that i never wanted to feel to be honest and and things with abby that i'm just like no oh, I, I hated you and now i don't hate you and that's weird I don't hmm. understand how this game has just took me for this ride. It's, it was too much. A lot of it was too much. I, I played the entire thing with, um, with my wife watching um, pretty much all of it over my shoulder. And we were both just, you know, in those final moments, just shouting at the TV and willing the scene to go different ways. And I'm playing it and I'm like, Meg doesn't realize that I'm in control of <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> but at the same time, you're not. You're not, you're being forced mm. to do it And it's like, that being forced To do what Ellie does And being forced to do what Abby does It's just too much uh, Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a ride Anyway, I'll stop there for a minute
1: Yeah, I should say, this is full spoilers, obviously um, we're, I know we're a year <laughs> a out but for Full spoilers <laughs> It has to be said, just in case I was just going Oh yeah, I really should check that game <laughs> Record out Record yourself, put it in at the beginning <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, full spoilers uh, Miles Thompson, same question
3: I mean, I'm really sorry, Toby, but I did not feel the same way. Um, This game really made me sad and for kind of the wrong reasons. Um, And this was probably my most anticipated game um, of probably the last few years, never mind of the year before it came out. And um, in the lead up to it with all the leaks and stuff, I was like, I don't don't care. I'm not going to read any of it. You know, The Last of Us 1 has a very special place in my heart because it was probably one of if not one of my favorite standalone games of all time and i really connected with the characters in the world and i think between the original and the remastered version i have probably finished it you know five to ten times um, and i have platinumed it twice um, so i absolutely adored the original and i was a bit skeptical about it ever having a sequel and when they announced it i was really excited it was probably again one that we talked about e3 highlights um a couple of pods ago um And I think actually The Last of Us 2 Reveal was one of them for me. But I always thought the first one finished on such a perfect note for that world and those characters and that story. I didn't really want a sequel that was going to follow on from that because I loved exactly where it finished. Um, And when I played The Last of Us 2, I thought it opened exactly how I wanted it to really kind of captured all of those kind of emotions and the same sense and there's a couple of scenes in particular in The Last of Us 2 which I think are my favorite scenes in any video game ever like absolutely incredible how they captured it but then the longer the story went on for the more I stopped being invested in it and I just didn't get that same sense of caring for the characters I had in the first. And by the end, I was just glad that I was done with it, to be honest, which I just didn't expect to feel. I expected to feel something at the end and I didn't feel anything. I didn't really care for any of the characters by that point. Um, So yeah, it's kind of very similar to Toby in the sense that it put me through an emotional ringer, but kind of in an opposite way. Um, Mm. But yeah, so for me, it kind of, I loved everything about the game, unfortunately, except for the two parts I wanted to play it for, which was the story and the characters wow yeah
1: it's sad it made me sad (laughs) i bet it did and what was you when you heard that there was going to be a sequel when you heard like last of us Part Two was the thing that's happening what did you want from it because i remember thinking at the end of the last of us i didn't need to see ellie and joel again yeah and i thought you know if this is a worldwide thing then there's going to be so many stories that are worth telling Mm-hmm. Um and you know when it got announced was like, that's fine great okay cool I wasn't sad about it I was just you know well, okay we'll do that again Did were you the same?
3: yeah I was in very much the same boat of when it was announced and they showed it <clears throat> I was like okay cool you know we're going back to that world I'm excited to see what they're going to do to kind of up the ante on the first one or how they're going to tell a new story and the same as you, I thought they were going to either go back into Joel's history and maybe do, you know, a part with kind of him and Tommy in the early years before they separated, or they were going to go in a completely new direction with a new kind of set of characters. I just thought going back to Joel and Ellie was always going to be a polarizing move because of how self-contained the first the first story always was. Um, and I got to say, though, in the second one, I think my favorite parts of the part two is of... Joel and Ellie and how it kind of fleshes that out and the problem was I just wanted more of that Um, so yeah I was when in the kind of lead up to it before they announced it was Joel and Ellie Um, I think I wanted it to be a different story and then I kind of got on board with it and I was like okay you know I, I like Naughty Dog games I love all the stories that they make you know I love Uncharted I love The Last of Us you know I'm willing to see what they want to do with it and they can make the game that they want and hopefully I'll enjoy it but yeah I don't think it it was a game that shouldn't have been made at all um, but I do think, for me, it just wasn't the story I wanted to see, if that makes sense. What
1: are the moments from Last of Us Part Two that you refer to as your favourite moments? Uh, like, the
3: the main one is that optional scene you get when you're exploring that kind of open, I don't want to say open world because it's not, but that open area part of Seattle where you can go into the different buildings and there's optional areas you can explore. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're on horseback with Dina and you're just kind of exploring that kind of open map section. Um, And when you go up to the music store and at the top there's that guitar and it's sat on the stool and you go in and then Ellie just plays um, Take On Me, like the acoustic version and sings it. And just the mocap of that scene and just the emotion you can feel. And like, you can just feel that connection between two completely fictional characters, but it felt so real. And I just think that song was perfect. The kind of, the juxtaposition between the destruction around them, but the calm of it, it was just beautiful. It was one of those moments in a game. I was like, I've paid, I think I bought the deluxe edition for it. So I think I paid you know 70 something quid, something like that. And I was like, this scene alone is what I came here to get. This is what I wanted. And although I didn't enjoy the overall story, that scene in particular really weirdly kind of saved that game for me mm. um so moments like that is what i think naughty dog have perfected is getting those really incredible emotionally connecting scenes um so i was glad i played it pretty much to experience that
1: one yeah that's the wonder of the soundtrack as well isn't it it's so it's so mellow Yeah, yes all the way through it's just acoustic guitars and you know yeah. it's such a contrast to the just the dire straits of everyone in that world Absolutely. Yeah. Gustavo
3: Santaola is just a genius yeah, in how he
1: absolutely. makes music. Absolutely. I remember I was in Cardiff one day and I was sitting outside of a restaurant. Well, I was in the restaurant, but I was sitting outside. And there was a there was a busker kind of in the middle just playing guitar. He was he must have been about 70 or 75. He had a big long beard, probably like like lifetime guitarist, you could just tell. Yeah. And he started playing the theme to The Last of Us. Oh. And I started like welling up. I was like, oh my God. And you know, it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. and that kind of that long jaw out on the final note it's just man it's such a moment
3: i still remember from the first one i think it's the track called the choice and it's like about a minute and a half long and they play it after joel's had that confrontation with ellie at the ranch just after they've got to see tommy and um she obviously runs off they go find her and then it kind of plays on the way back as joel's kind of making the decision of whether he's gonna um you know take her to the fireflies himself or whether he is going to give her over to tommy And that piece of music, it's like I said, it's like a minute and a half long. And it's just, it's unbelievable how they managed to fit in such like incredibly serene music in a game, which is anything but. Um, And I just think, yeah, the way they melded that together in both the games is just
1: absolutely incredible. Can you tell that I'm delaying Cat? Is that obvious? (laughs) Holding off. Is it with good reason? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I. I have the feeling that she's going to. She's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's about to say something that could mean the end of finger guns. I don't know. <laughs> the nuclear button's about to be pushed. Cat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One
4: one That's year
1: okay. late. One year later, my dear friends. Yes. yes. What did you think of the last four <laughs> Two?
4: Right. I, I want to get something out here first. Okay. I'm so sorry, Toby. I'm gonna. <clears throat> I'm gonna get something out here. Okay. I dressed up as Ellie for Halloween. I love the series. I love the game. The first one. I love the development. You would not, you cannot get better acting. You in, love the development? In those game. The development of the characters, sorry. Yeah, oh, okay. Better, like, yeah, the, of the first one. God, the um, way you
1: coded that man was just amazing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the make-up. Oh my God. Yeah. I love how much crunch
1: you did for that game. Oh, the crunch <laughs> was just... Sick. Oh. Mwah, chef's kiss I'm Mwah, sorry
4: chef's kiss chef's kiss yeah um no um so yeah love the character development you know you the emotional I mean you guys both Toby and Miles I just just put the kind of the game into perspective isn't it you you don't talk that that in depth about a game if you you know if it's not absolutely brilliant um cin- cinematically and graphically it stands up against any PS5 game now. Do you know what I mean? Like absolutely beautiful capturing, absolutely beautiful environment yeah. Um, in The Last of Us 2. It was the same with The Last of Us 1 really as well. And, you know, it, it's been seven years since the first one. Can you tell me, can you tell that I'm delaying my opinion? Yeah. <laughs> but it was the best shittest game I've ever played. And I'll tell you why. I just had someone someone cast. And I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm a big sucker for emotional kind of development. And I'm a big sucker for staying, not necessarily consistent with it, but there was a lot of ambiguity in both Ellie's character, in both Abby's character, and the hypocrisy is unreal. And I, I remember watching Druckmann say, you know, this isn't about revenge or a vengeance. This is about telling you that two wrongs don't make a right that is utter bollocks um because that it does it does two wrongs do make them right and the thing is as well it could have been 10 hours shorter that's that's number one okay I think that actually there was great dynamics to it it was so interesting to play as Abby for example you know for the first five to seven hours and then I wanted to tear her head off because I was so bored um And like Toby, at one point, there was this element of, oh, shit, actually, you know, she's trying to save these two people. She's trying to save the brother and sister. And you kind of forget kind of her motive and you kind of forget what actually she's trying to do and what you're trying to do as a character. But the one thing that I cannot walk away from is to convey that much emotional anger to have you kind of then walk away. Now that's fine. I can completely understand that, you know, you've become a monster, you're avenging somebody's death, yada, yada, yada. So you go into search for the city and you know, you're gonna take anyone down with you because your anger is not allowing you to see through, I guess, the, the logistics of, of your decisions. You, you know, you're completely thinking irrationally. They shoved the idea that Abby is Ellie down our throat too much. We got it. We we got it in the first hour. We got it in the first hour that that Ellie and Abby were mirror images of each other. You know, and that's fine. That was a great premise. You know, absolutely fantastic that you're going to mirror that from two sides. You know, you're going to have Ellie. You know, who's just but she's, but Abby's not, because Abby was a firefly. Abby was part of this, you know, comradish squadron of people who were just killing people for the sake of it. Um, so that's number one. Um, the one thing that I can't—that's number one. Yeah that's number one but the thing is okay. I, I keep weaving in and out as well um so I need to go back to my point of actually what I what makes this a, a bit of a deal breaker for me bone of mine I still love it okay that's the thing but I I I feel like they could have gone better way of it so they're conveying
3: notes for rebuttals later
4: (laughs) i know (laughs) um but i can't i can't convey that you know she's going to convey that much anger you're going to feel that anger with ellie you're going to be right behind her you're going to be on her shoulder you'll be like yeah let's kill her and then you get to that encounter and she doesn't do it and you're like all right fair enough okay All right, you've gotten this far. Too many people have died. This isn't worth it. And Joel wouldn't want this, or, you know, blah, 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 blah. So you go home. Okay. And then you think, okay, all right, fine. We're going to live in the nice house with Dina and the baby. And then obviously you see Tommy, you know, he's okay. But then, you know, obviously that is unfinished business. And that's absolutely fine. She doesn't feel like she's now given herself the justice and why all those people then essentially died for nothing. So then she goes out again and then kills more people and and then she saves abby <laughs> to kill her and doesn't kill her that last fight is absolutely brutal to do the it's the punching there's no guns there's there's a knife at one point but there's no guns and i remember feeling physically uncomfortable kind of watching kind of almost you do this to her you're like come on like let it be over let it be over let it be over and she walks away again and you're like what are you fucking serious we're gonna do all of it you've just lost the one last thing that connected you to Joel which is your fingers and that is and there's obviously the flip side of this coin of if you feel that emotional about a game then obviously it's fantastic which I completely agree with I'm angry probably for the wrong and the right reason at the same time but I don't think a game can convey that much anger and vengeance for kind of 15, 18 hours to not finish the job at the end or not have the player make the choice at the end. I think that was something they they definitely maybe fucked a little bit up on uh, because Abby would not be alive if it wasn't for Ellie going back. And then she goes away with, with the kid and gets to live a new life and Ellie comes back with absolutely nothing. She can't even play the the one thing that connects her to Joel. She's lost absolutely everything. But equally, Ellie didn't start this. (laughs) Abby started it. So I just, I don't feel comfortable with the two wrongs don't make a right and then convey this really seesawed kind of, I guess, narrative on it it makes me feel so sad. Honestly, I I felt sad, I felt heartbroken, but by the end of it, I was so angry that that was the play they did, because it was already a really long game when she was at the baby, and you were rearing the sheep, and you were like, okay, fine, fair enough, okay, that was a pain in the butt then, you've lost all your friends, you've lost this, you've lost everything, and Joel's gone, but at least, you know, you're back at the farm with and that's fair enough, and yes, it's kind of like that that double-ended sort of, she chose to go back out, you know, that's her consequence. But she's kind of the only one that's really suffered. And that's, obviously, Abby has suffered. But do you know what I'm trying to say? And I just can't take the hypocrisy and the shoving down the throat that they were the same person. Because they kind of were, but equally they also weren't. And yes, it's beautiful. And yes, yes, I'd probably play it again. But I think that there are things that they could have done. I think they, they did a lot of things just to, just to get that kind of conversation going yeah so it's the best shittest game I've played because of the hypocrisy because of the emotional impact but it's the emotional impact for the wrong reasons I do not want to sit there and be angry and sad and hurt hurt for 18 hours to to then be sad and angry and hurt and sit there for another two hours yeah that's my opinion on the last of us happy one year birthday thank you for that am i fired from finger guns
1: just gonna, uh, <laughs> just gonna take a moment of silence yeah <laughs> that was intense man yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you feel better? That's the
4: thing. Oh, my God, don't I? I've been wanting to have this conversation <laughs> with people for so long. I and mean, Ross have been talking for a long, long time about having it out about kind of The Last of Us, but he hadn't finished it. So I was like, oh, shit, I can't fucking tell you what I'm about. But I was, I went in so excited, just like Miles, you know, I, you can see it on my Twitter as well. well yeah, I have I mean, like you, this little...
1: You you beat it really quickly. Mm-hmm. You beat it really quickly.
4: Yeah, yeah, um, hammered it. Hammered it in a couple of days, days. And... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you can see on my Twitter as well, like I have like a 29-second marker for the midnight like pre-order. Like mm. started playing it, like that I didn't go into this like thinking that I would come out the way I did. Mm. Equally, I, I still kept playing. I still wanted to be surprised. I still wanted to do it. I still wanted to follow the journey. And it is a spectacular game. There is not a game that touches it. Um but the story for me, I just want to punch Druckman in the face. I just think <laughs> that there was the the mm. kind of director the directive that it went down mm. uh, yeah it just yeah that two wrong so just the moral like, oh this isn't about blah, blah blah this isn't about no and then you just shove down our throat for a minute. and also that sex scene really creeped me out
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know
4: that, but, but like miles was saying as well there are some amazing moments that are not liking games that astronaut moment mm-hmm. when you're going around the museum yep beautiful on her birthday obviously that the day that she finally kind of decides to forgive him, is the day before he dies. And that, when you find that out, your heart just sinks because you think, oh my, all of this lost time, and he dies the next day. And that is just awful. But, yeah. Anyway. What about you
1: then, Ross? Yeah. How would you follow that, Ross? I've got to follow that, have (laughs) I? Yep. Unless you uh, want to fire okay. it back to one of us. <laughs> no, I will do. I will do. I will do. We will keep that conversation going for sure, but I'll just I'll just get out why what, what I think of the game. Um yeah, it's great. Okay, okay cool, so great <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um I mean you no. know, like the
4: ending Ross, like what was what was your feelings going through it? Did you because obviously you probably are the most the person who's played it most recently, so like yeah. Toby, I kinda had to remember why I was so sad about it. Um <laughs> And I kind of refresh my memory a little bit, but you know, what what was your feelings? Did you like the ending? Did you like the did like that story? Did you? What, what's your initial thoughts? I, when you finished ab-
1: about the ending. I mean, I didn't want to kill Abby as a as a player. That's what the game does to you, isn't it? In that moment, it's like Ellie and Abby. You don't want them to fight. Mm-mm. I don't think Ellie. I don't think Ellie ever wanted to kill Abby. Really, no. I really don't think. I think she is. Full of rage and anger the entire way through. And of course she is. She's, just, she, you know, she's lost Joel. She watched him die at the hands of Abby. And you know anybody, I think, Kat, you would go on a, on a revenge mission if I died, wouldn't you, in front of you?
4: Absolutely, babe. Yeah, you oh, would. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> absolutely. That's,
2: <I> would. <laughs> that's my favorite soundbite so far. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. babe. I'd, aven- I'd avenge your death. Of
3: course uh, <laughs> I would, babe. Oh my I'd God, go murder 600 people in your honor. <laughs> 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 absolutely. yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, you know. I think you're right, though, Ross. So, like, there is there is a sense that she would ever wanted to do it in the first place, but she's probably a lot. There's probably a lot of it that she's really angry at herself for having this lost time, but you don't find that out until the end. Yeah, Um, and
1: she's taken it out on Abby at the very end, you know, and that's that's exactly it. I mean, Ellie could have killed Abby a hundred times, even in the fight in the back of the theater when they when they come when they confront (laughs) each other for the first time. No, that's a that's a horrible thing to do because like I don't want to hurt Ellie. You know, yeah. at all. Um, but yeah. at the same time, you're like, well, you're Abby, so you've got to in this moment. And mm. throughout it, you know, Abby and I don't want to kill each other. They just, they don't know what they want. You know, Abby really wants to let it go, get out of there, and save uh, Yara. Is it Lev? Lev, Lev that's it. Yeah, yeah, Yara's the yeah. Lev the kid. Yeah, Lev and Lev I think is... Yara's the
4: sister, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Dies. Yeah.
1: I got them mixed up. Spoilers, cat. Jeez. Sorry. 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 (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, that in that moment, that's when it flipped for me. In that moment where Lev comes in, Um, Abby's just about to kill Dina. Oh, Dina is on the
2: floor with a knife to her throat, isn't she? That bit made me just cry so hard. I was like, with relief. Just the the moment of relief, of pent-up emotion there, just... If you kill Dina, I'm throwing the controller across the room.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's The Last of Us. So at any point, she could have died, right? In mm. that you know, Druckmann doesn't give a fuck. So, you know, he could have, he would, he would kill anyone. I, I imagine that he's probably going to die in part three. Um, I really wondered
4: if actually they were going to do like a baby birth miscarriage esque scene. And I thought <laughs> yeah. that was how Dina was going to die. I wouldn't was
1: like, oh, dear, wouldn't go. I no. wouldn't have
4: been surprised at all. I really simulator. Yeah. No, at all. Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not at all. That's exactly... The, yeah, I anticipated it. I
4: totally that's, anticipated it. But that's it. the
2: world he's creating, isn't it? It's something yeah. where everything's so brutal that you, you just would expect anything, which means that you're on the edge of your seat constantly. Mm. You can never relax.
3: See, I think that's where I had the kind of opposite, where, like, in the first one, people's deaths made sense to me. Like, so when you come across, like, Henry and Sam, like, I really felt that scene where he had to shoot his younger brother because it was just horrendous but it felt very real it felt like that was something that would genuinely happen whereas if you look at someone like Jesse in this in part two he's a character who's introduced and you spend a grand total of kind of 30 minutes to an hour maximum doing a little bit of exploration with him and you see him in a couple cut scenes but his relevance to the plot almost isn't there he's almost just there for the sake of being there. And then he gets shot in the head and I was like, okay, what was the point in you? Your game could have almost skipped you out entirely. And I wouldn't have lost anything for that.
1: He saved Ellie.
2: Yeah. I don't agree yeah. with that. He at got all. him
1: out of Seattle. Yeah. I don't he's, know, he's, he's, he's in he's... it
2: exactly the same amount of time as particular characters in Abby's story who all, mm. you know, they're all mirroring each other. They're all about, you know, how many people have you lost? I've lost exactly the same amount of people. We should stop doing this. Mm. You know, and, and it's also the, the, the thing you said about, them being, um, plot, you know, like meaningful deaths, right? That mm. is exactly the point of the Last of Us Two. They're not mm. meaningful deaths. They're senseless deaths.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The She's entire thing. Monsters. Yeah.
2: The entire thing is because is the fact that none of these people needed to die, and none of them died in a way that was epic or meaningful at all. Mm.
3: Yeah, I, I do see your point. I think for me, it was just a case of it kind of felt like the game was killing people off to get that emotional reaction. Yeah, and I yeah. felt like it was quite obvious to me. And I just felt like in the I first one... I agree with that
2: for sure. It was definitely yeah. trying to get you to think that yeah. <laughs> <your> things, yeah.
3: <laughs> I think it just felt a bit obvious to me. Whereas in the first one, when characters were dying, um, it felt kind of very um, organic to what was going on in that story. And it felt like they were just happening to be dying along the way kind of thing. Whereas in this one because it was all about the theme of revenge. I kind of went in, I kind of picked up on that quite quickly. And I think I picked up on the fact that the writers were gonna be like, right, this is about revenge, which means you're gonna pay for doing this, which means that all these characters who are in this are gonna be off. And so I think for me, I was like, well, I'm not gonna bother getting connected to a character who I've only spent a little bit of time with and who I know is likely gonna get killed somehow. And then when he was, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, but I, I do see your point and I agree with you. This game is all about, you know, People just die in this world, and that's, that's just how it works. And nobody gets like a good send off, it just is what it is. Um, yeah. but and technically,
1: just... technically, he saved Dina from Abby by knocking her up. Mm.
3: Yeah, I mean, he, he does have a role, I just think it didn't necessarily need to be him. I think they could have rewrote what he does into another character or role. Um, where were you?
2: Um, where were you going to go then, Roscoe, when you were saying about Lev coming in and Dina? on the well, that's,
1: you know that that was that exact moment where i was like right this is all bets are off now i don't know where this is going i really thought dina was going to die in that moment and ellie was in no kind of real position to do anything about it at that point she was physically bruised and you know this lev is such an innocent character despite being a brutal killer <laughs> he's you know he's um he's he's there as Abby's conscience, the same way that, you know, the same way that Dina is for Ellie. Um, Ellie had a, a moment where she was at peace at home, you know, in the farmhouse, only to have that, that kind of PTSD shock in the, the the barn. Do you remember that bit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because
4: that's what spurred her to go back.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly it. You know, it was always in the back of her mind. And, you know, I, I was sad when Dina wasn't there when she came home, but I also understood why you know i get it you know i think dina pretty much said if you go we have to go we have to leave you can't come back to us because revenge
2: was consuming her so much she wasn't she wasn't the ellie she loved she wasn't the ellie she knew
4: that's what i mean she couldn't she couldn't see her anger and her heart just didn't allow her to see any reasoning it was just like a fog in front of her Mm. um and eventually you know like you know i guess like it does happen like that if people are very angry if they have trauma if they've lost someone they loved you know it's in a stage of grief anyway but you know you you do kind of end up pushing people away because you you don't see the reasoning or you don't you know you don't reason with yourself um you have kind of the opposite you have that emotional reasoning of this is why i'm doing it don't you understand why does nobody understand why is everybody leaving and in turn you don't see actually what you're doing is like senseless or it's you know it's not gonna help it's not gonna you know it's not going to make you feel better um you just you're convinced is but i think that was the point for me is that if she would have left it or if she would have gone back and then done it and then realized that she didn't feel any better about it then i could have been like yep yeah, see like this is why you need to listen to the people around you but it was the fact that she then went on to senselessly kill again, put herself at risk, put you know, yeah, she managed to save Abby, great. Um, but have this fight with Abby, have this emotional, destroying fight with Abby, lose her fingers. That really got me that bit where she tried to play <laughs> the guitar. That was, that made me mm. cry because I You're was like, like, don't damage
2: the fingers, man.
4: Yeah, like, <laughs> what are you doing? It's not snack time. <laughs> but yeah, that. And then to just not, again, I was like, what have you just done? Because now you've just lost everything for nothing. Mm. You would have anyway, but but at least, you know, you would have been, so I the, guess.
2: So there's something interesting there that you're saying that it was, it has to have a meaning, right? It has to have a reason to it. I think one of the things that's quite interesting about this, and it goes back to what Miles was just saying, like the idea that it's a senseless, you know, these are senseless um, deaths and things, and it's a senseless fight, the, the, what it's what it sounds like you're getting at is that you've have, you have like a sense of justice. Like there's an idea of justice there that the two wrongs to make a right and that there has to be
4: I think kind of yeah. recompense I, for I see what, what you're saying. I meant I mean more like a meaning for Ellie. So like her meaning and her belief was that killing Abby would make her feel better it would make things fair okay well and maybe not even fair but it was it was her thing and it's going to be her way to get over it she was going to be she was not going to allow Joel to to be dead like that actually she was going to say do you know what I'm going to do this and that doesn't mean two wrongs make a right I think it was more the fact that she killed all these people did all this stuff to then not do it, to then go back, and then to want to do it again, and and I think it was more the fact that the game made you as a player feel really angry and think, yeah, right, we're going to fuck up this Ellie girl, uh, uh, Ellie girl, Abby girl, because she just absolutely slaughtered, you're almost, you're on Ellie's side for a lot of the game. Um, or maybe you're not, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but... yeah, of
1: course you are, because Ellie's the one that yeah, we love. Half of it. Yeah, Ellie's, absolutely, Ellie's the yeah. one that we want to see. Yeah. Bring. We hate Abby for a lot of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Until you start to that. kind of
4: feel for her and you, you start to play Abby. And I do think they do that really well, but yeah. I don't think, I mean, in a sense of justice, I mean, like the meaning for Ellie. And oh, well, so um, Also, can you crack nice. on?
1: Because I've uh, just got to open my front door. I'll be right back. But yeah, carry on. <laughs>
4: I think it was more than the meaning for Ellie, not necessarily the meaning of the world or the meaning of the game. It was that, that personal meaning for Ellie that we saw of why she needed to do it for her. Because you see that throughout the whole game anyway, you know, she's telling Dina, I have to do this, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, And then even in the house, she's, I have to go do this. I have to do it. I'm not going to. And I can't remember her name. Um, The woman from Jackson is like, you know, telling her not to, yeah, telling her not to do this. And, um, it's not worth it, you know, it's done. Tommy came back, blah, 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 blah. And she does it anyway, because she's not hearing it. So then to go all the way there and then undo all of that seems really strange to me, because I it I feel wasn't- like it's
2: it's character development, isn't it? It's that she's, she's realising, she, she's consumed by the revenge, like you're saying, all, all of the reasons you've just said. But when she gets there and she has that brutal, brutal fight, and the fact that she had to save them, save Abby from other savage people before she then decided to then beat the crap out of her again and try and kill her it's like just it's it's going over and over again the idea that she needs to realize that they are the same and that they yeah. have these similar experiences yeah. that she can then get to the point where maybe just maybe she could walk away right? does she
3: learn that though because she never learns I, that i dolls, don't think she does but that's right. what she's that's her what daughter.
2: she's trying that's what we're trying to you know I think that's what the story is trying to teach her, right? Yeah. One, it's, one, yeah, it it's, it's something yeah. that Abby is able to do a lot more readily. Although obviously she's gone through that. You've got to imagine like Abby is like, um, you know, like, uh, like a, a whole timeline earlier. Yeah, so everything yeah. that she did to go for, to go after Joel is exactly the same as Ellie's, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. journey. Yep. And she gets to Joel, that's the end, right? And she, that for, for Abby, yeah. and she goes, fine, I'm over it. I've done what I needed to do. Yeah. She's, she screams at um, Ellie that I let you live and you wasted it right that that's yeah. just she was like I gave you that forgive you know that 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 life back I forgave everything else about it I just had to do that one thing which is not right and then Ellie does the whole thing all over again just everything that Abby did and then they but Abby, Abby's had all the extra time to get to the point where she's like I can forgive you you killed all my friends but I can forgive I can walk mm. away Right. And then Ellie has to get to that point as well. And that's when you finally get to that, um, the shallow water fight Mm. where Ellie is finally, finally just about maybe understanding forgiveness in a way. And I know that's really heavy handed, like moralizing storytelling. And it's not for everyone, but that's what that's what he's trying to say, isn't it? That's Mm. what is that's what his moral story is for, for Druckmann, that there is no justice you have in order to stop a cycle of revenge someone has to someone forgive. has to
4: walk away yeah someone has to I actually stop. completely agree with you that I think that is absolutely the tell of the story I just think that maybe that yeah, should. you don't if... have
2: to agree with it that's the thing no. people people there are so many people in the world who will say you know I don't agree with that I think revenge is right and that's why I was trying to tease out when when I said about justice because you might feel that you kill someone that is justice right you know yeah, one person's no. dead the next person's dead <laughs> justice has been no, done yeah right? but that, at that point you can stop but you can't necessarily because then you've then you've annoyed some other family yeah you've annoyed and, some other family and, and, exactly yeah, there's like I, a
4: domino effect and it never absolutely stops. it never never stops and someone has to walk away um i do agree with that, that point i think like you said i never really thought about it in the fact that that's abby's ending and ellie's going through that um I think just that. I think that theater scene could have been the very kind of you know, like the encounter you have when you're in the warehouse and you do it the first time. Not the warehouse, but the, the underneath bit. and You are having the first initial fight where you give up. I think that maybe could have been skipped, and the theater scene be a little bit more poignant. And actually, if I'd have, if that would have then all happened, and she'd have walked away at the very end, shallow, the the little shallow water, perfect, absolute perfect. I think it's just
2: it's felt it was too much
4: it's just a long it's just a lot isn't it yeah it's absolutely heavy-handed yes. yeah. and i think it I goes mean, on for really too is. long i think it is just taking the point and shoving it down your throat a little yeah, bit yeah, too yeah. much and i think that maybe if it was like five hours shorter and it made that <laughs> same point then brilliant but i think that that's what annoyed me is that it was the conveying of this much anger this much hate blah blah, blah to then not do it to then risk everything all over again for two hours later for you to make the same decision. Cause it's like, okay, well then you didn't learn, but you must've learned something to stop the first time. So why don't you, why have you not, do you know what I she's mean? Just, Cause yeah. Cause she's consumed isn't yeah, she, by rage.
2: Yeah. You're absolutely right. She, she doesn't manage it the first time. She just about walks away and then she's like, no, I have to go back. I still yeah. have to do this for, for Tommy and, and for, for, for other yeah. reasons as well, which is just so damaging to she's got a little baby. She could have moved on. She could have let it lie at that point.
4: Mm. And I think had you not had that first fight, and maybe kind of added something more to the theatre scene, you know, and have more dialogue of like, look at look at us, you're losing your friends, we're losing my friends, blah blah blah, and walk away that way and go back to the little farmhouse thing, I think that would have made this just a the same point if not a better point rather than having that big boss because that boss like not boss but like that kind of first encounter goes on for quite a while until you know you go to Bottle her. Yeah, um and so you kind of think okay this is it okay yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna crawl around and throw this thing at her and then oh, then oh, okay well no now, now i gotta do it all again and so i think it was just that rigmarole of uh, oh no here we are and i just don't think there was enough I know what you're saying about character development. It just felt <laughs> the second time was too soon. I don't, I don't, I'm
2: not necessarily right. It's just it's just a side of an argument. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. It,
4: it, I see what you're saying, but I feel like it was just too soon. It was just yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. But I agree. I agree with you in the sense that like Abby's a whole other million timeline away, and that was her end. But God, cool, it was long. It was really long.
3: <laughs> For me, it was also like a far too long a game, and I think part of my reason that I didn't connect with Abby and her group of friends at all was that by getting to the theatre scene and having that real kind of build up and then swapping to Abby and then that slow realisation of you're not just going to play as her for a, an hour, you're going to play as her for a long time. Yeah. For me, I kind of disconnected rough. and I just didn't, I never connected nor really cared about Abby nor her friends. Like all of their group to me were either just a bit bland or were a little bit kind of, I just didn't really feel bothered about them. Kind of the They're sort way of military
2: jocks, aren't they? It's quite hard yeah. to get in with them in the same way that you can with Dina and such.
3: And the only one who's like, there's not even any of them that are logical. Like, Mel's heavily pregnant and being sent out into a war zone. And I was like, what the fuck kind of setup is that? And then Owen's like, fine. That's like mirroring
4: but- Dina, though, isn't it? Dina's, mm-hmm. you know, pregnant and she's now going off into a war zone when she probably really shouldn't be. And like, yeah, but she Toby didn't know was she was
3: pregnant when right. she went. She didn't know. Yeah, anything. but it is, it is
2: meant to mirror her. That's yeah. Absolutely right. And I
3: guess it's meant to mirror it. But it just, I don't know. I didn't connect with that. And I actually feel for me, if the game had been tightened, if they took Abby's section out and then did it as like a. You do Ellie's part, and that's the main game, and then you do all of that the same. And then if Abby's was released as like either a separate kind of expansion or it's like a new campaign that unlocks after the story finished, (laughs) playing them through, you you just you would never have got the same emotional
2: impact out of that.
3: See, I disagree because I was when I got to the theater scene, I was in Ellie's head, and I was like, "Fine, I don't necessarily agree with what she's doing, and I don't think it's consistent with the character in the first game because she was all." She was willing to do bad things, but she was very moral about it and she was always emotionally affected by it. Whereas in this game, she kind of goes down. I think I watched a video on it and someone described it as like a group of people who are all psychotic, like psychopaths and they all just do whatever they feel. And um, I kind of feel like when I got to the theatre, I was like, right, let's have this show down. Let's kind of do this, whatever. And then when the game cut to Abby, I was kind of like, actually, I think if this had been a separate part where I'd done Ellie's part and then the game was like, right you've seen Ellie's story, now let's actually show you the other side and like kind of show it kind of juxtaposed against it. I think I would have been much more on board, A, because I think the game was too long as it was with both stories crammed into one. And I think they could have done more to then actually flesh out a bit more of Abby's side of things and a bit more of her story with with her friends and to make her friends a bit more likable. because for me, it was trying to shove them both together. It just broke the pacing completely for me. And I think that's what turned me off. The moment I realized I was playing as Abby for longer than an hour, I think I got one of those upgrades like magazines and I was like, oh shit. Um, I think, that I, think on, I did
2: exactly the same thing. And, but it's, it's like you say, like two or three hours of Abby and you're like, okay, am I actually carrying on as yeah, Abby? But <laughs> I then, <love> <laughs> and I, I remember texting people and going, I feel like I'm going to have to play like 10 hours as Abby. I don't want to do this. (laughs) Right. But then the point I would think that, that that makes is that you're then forced to like walk a mile in her shoes. You're forced to go through all of the pain that Ellie has inflicted on her and and lose these characters that yeah I, I wasn't all that invested in either but when you see them all murdered and you I had already yeah, got to rough a, in that
4: what is it, yeah, what is it and, swimming pool bit I actually oh, felt like the, that when Mel died death, yeah, yeah Mel's death was, was horrible
2: yeah and the, and the 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 woman at the base of the um health center as well um oh, yeah. that those deaths I had already gone through Ellie's bit and thought Ellie you're becoming a monster you know you I'd got to the end of Ellie's story and was like I don't like this character like a bit like you were just saying I you know didn't feel like it was her but it kind of was her with rage and grief and all those things but she just becomes so violent and so brutal and then seeing it all from the other side like ah these were someone's friends just like you're avenging your friends it's it's that realization is
4: I completely powerful. agree with you I just think that they did that for like you said you get to like five six hours of Abby and I, I do think, think that's that that too
2: long it but is I, far, I, but I just think yeah. without the length it wouldn't have worked the same way
3: that's what I'm I mean gonna... I think if they'd have uh almost kind of separated Abby's section out a little bit into its own separate thing I think I would have finished Ellie's story and be like right I can kind of take my time and kind of process what's gone on there and what I think about it and what's yeah, happened maybe. to this character who I knew and then I could be like oh okay there's this new part and now plays Abby so now I've got to try and you know, accept what's happened on Ellie's side and I think I would have been more open-minded towards Abby, Abby's kind of arc because for me when I was playing it I was like I get what they're trying to do they're trying to mirror it they're trying to show it you know it's two sides of the same coin I was like I don't care I want to get back to theatre and I want to be Ellie and I want to like caves this bitch's skull in and like when i got to that scene and then like, i want to I teach abby. you a
2: lesson <laughs> yeah and
3: then i got to that scene i was playing as abby and i just let ellie kill me like four times i was like surely there's an ending where i just let myself die and then it ends the way i kind of want it to and i think you touched on a fair point of like this game obviously they didn't want to just end it in a typical way and they wanted to make you do things that were uncomfortable and i'm on board with that because i think um, a game i kind of compared this to was spec ops the line which tackles very similar stuff but i th- and for me personally in a much better way um and when I was kind of playing it and I got to that point you know that point where you get to the theater like you guys had you were very conflicted and you kind of didn't know who you wanted to win or neither of them to win whereas I was like nah, fuck this bitch Ellie's gonna kill me I'm good with that like I just didn't feel that kind of empathetic connection to Abby or her group like I did With Ellie's character and I think for me it's because of the connection I had from the first game which I know that they're trying to play on but yeah for me it just didn't quite click and I think that was my problem with it and I came out of the game feeling like Druckmann was trying to say you know they're both equally scarred by the end but I don't think they are because Ellie's lost absolutely everything and Abby although losing her kind of jock friends I didn't feel she was going to lose some of them anyway and it kind of felt to me like they were more friends out of convenience and out of military background because when you think when Azeli kind of picks them off one by one they're all quite disconnected from each other. She's not Um, even
2: got a Dina and a baby to go back to. though. She's
3: she's got nothing even more. She's got Lev though. But she gets Lev and then she finds the fireflies after the credits and she has the redemption arc. She's the one who forgives. She's the one who comes out with Lev. She's the one who finds the fireflies. She escapes the the WLF Mm. which she's realised are not a good party of people. You know, despite the fact she's murdered thousands of people potentially with the WLF and getting to Joel murdering Joel right in front of Ellie's face and then all of that stuff happens and it kind of feels like the game's like, oh, Abby's kind of the one who's the more redeemable of the two. And I'm like, why? She's a prick. She was going to fucking stab <laughs> yeah. Dina in the neck if Lev hadn't stopped her. She's an asshole. I think that's I what just... made
4: me angry at the end as well. It's exactly that. It's that they try and compare them and they're not the same. I feel
2: like every point you're making about Abby, you could make just as easy about Ellie.
3: And, and that's fine because with Ellie, I was kind of on board with that of, you know, they're turning her into this, they're showing what the kind of trauma and everything is happening. But I guess... I like Ellie and I went into the game with already about 12 to 15 hours worth of a story of Ellie. Whereas with Abby, I didn't. and So I didn't give a shit about this character. And it wasn't because of her killing Joel because I fully expected that to happen for this game to happen. Um, But it just, I don't know. There was just something about the way they kind of built up those characters for me in Abby and her friends that just didn't do anything. So when I got to that point where I was supposed to care about her, I just didn't. And so I just didn't feel anything
1: towards her. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Um, hello again. Sorry, I'm here. I was just going to say, Ross, what's your thinking on this? I literally going to do that. <laughs> I'm How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thanks for asking. Um, that was Chris at the door. He's going to get milk. Oh, lovely. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we've got a place called Milk from the Boars here in uh, Somerset where you can go and get milk 24-7. In different flavors. It's awesome. Anyway, Wonders of Somerset. I was actually yeah. going to
4: mention Chris because um, he hasn't played it either. And I. He hasn't finished remember... it
1: yet. He's played it. No. He and
4: he's like, oh, I'm still Ellie. And I'm here thinking, oh my God, you have like 50 billion hours of Abby. <laughs> yeah, yet, you have so neat. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, really have you played to Abby yet? And go he's go. like, who's yeah. Abby? And I'm like, oh, you have Okay. Yeah. Never no yeah. mind. <laughs> 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 Poor Chris. Sorry, Chris. Don't, yeah, he's don't, listen, don't listen,
1: to listen to this. Yeah. He's got a long way to go. I mean, it's interesting you say that about Abby because you know, she was, I mean, was she ever a redeemable character? I mean, it was, it, it's down like to play a choice. Like you said, you know, it's up to you whether or not you want to feel that way for Abby. But it was that extended length of time that was given to us with Abby, which, you know, enforces the, the gut punch that is that final fight. It's that extended time that we spend with Abby, saving Leb and saving Yara, going through that incredible moment when they're on the Seraphite Island and it's burning down. That is an excellent set piece. It's just so fantastic. Mm. And the only thing that you want to do in that moment is get Lev the fuck out of there. At least that was for me anyway. And I'm like, damn it, I really care about these these two characters now.
4: Stupid boy, damn it. damn it.
1: Boy. Boy. (laughs) and And as, you know, his life is burning down, the WLF are against... Abby, you know, Abby's now lost everyone as well. All she has Abby's left now is now
4: killing her own people, though. Now yeah. as well to save uh, Lev, who she doesn't know, which is like, well, you know, you know, Ellie's not smashing Dina in the in the tummy, is she? And it,
2: mm. it's just well, that's wow. a second redemption almost because she's turned on the KLF. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I mean, once once Abby kind of rode a horse out of the Seraphite Island as it was burning down, and then took a boat away. It was just so awesome. I was like, damn it, I like you, Abby. I'm not supposed to, but I really do. But it's interesting you say that about um, about Joel, sort of going all the way back to even before the game came out. There was a trailer for this for the Last of Us Part Two, oh, yeah. and it had it had Jesse. Oh yeah, fucking that hated was, that when that That happened. was
4: out of order. <laughs> it I had, was it had, it,
1: had, it had Joel in the moment where in the game it was Jesse.
4: Jesse. Now,
1: yeah. Miles, you said that you fully expected Joel to die in this. But did you expect that point to be the centre point? Because the, all the way through, all we were talking about, especially on this podcast, was that well, Ellie's girlfriend, whoever she is, is going to die. And mm. that's going to be Ellie and Joel's next journey. And the game flipped it, obviously, but did you someone's, expect... Someone's going to set you off on a revenge tale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was... Did you expect that going in? Because I I, 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 I did. actually
3: didn't. I did, because when they kind of... just, dis- I think I remember reading the synopsis, and it was like... Uh, a tragedy before kind of Jackson and Ellie in particular and I was like Dina's the new character and she's a love interest for Ellie and I think as much as Druckmann likes to kill people off quickly I think they're gonna have to have a death very early on to then justify what's going to happen for the game so in my head I was like there's only two options and one of them is Dina and the other one is going to be Joel and I said and then when they announced Ellie's the main protagonist I was like right for me, the only thing that's going to create the emotional impact necessary to set off that this kind of chain reaction of events is going to have to be Joel Dye because he's the one that everyone has already invested in. And if you kill him, you can take your story wherever you want in terms of revenge because every player will be on board with that. And so when people were saying, oh, it might be Dina, I was like, no, she's a new character. And I think if anything, they've got to put her in there and they've got to characterize her and they've got to give her her story. And I don't think it would create that emotional impact if she dies early on, even if we get a little bit of time with her to then justify because we wouldn't have seen the background enough to feel what Ellie's feeling to then be willing to go off and murder 600 people um, to get to the person that did it. So for me, when Joel died, it was it was a horrifying scene. I thought it was very well executed, Joel's death. Executed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and like you said toby it's done in a way where he's not even glorified either he goes out the same way he kind of came into this story as well and i just thought the way they handled that was really well done and i fully expected it but i it still really hit me. And I was like, right, now I'm on board. Let's go kill some fuckers. Like, I'm I'm down for this now.
4: I didn't mm-hmm. expect it that soon though. I, I definitely expected his death just for the exact reasons that you said, Miles. I, I felt like we weren't invested in any other character enough. Um, I actually thought they were gonna take him. I thought they were gonna somehow they were gonna torture him, and you would both play as Joel and Ellie separately, but mostly six like you know, like what they did with Ellie and Abby. I thought that would end up being kind of Ellie and Joel, but kind of Ellie 80% joel 20 percent, and i actually thought to myself i reckon ellie's gonna get there and she's gonna look like she's gonna save him and he's gonna die and that's how i thought they were gonna do it i thought they were gonna be like you know like a like a gun to the head oh you're here now well you're here but you're not gonna get him buff
1: Mm.
4: i didn't expect him to die that soon at all but yeah
1: yeah i mean joel's death was horrific and shocking um but yeah i don't know maybe it wasn't expected but yeah the uh The early trailers were very clever, very clever twisty. Clever
4: or just mean?
1: I, <laughs> thought it was a film. I think that's that, why, that, that though. Scene
4: with that, Jesse I mean, that's me. what that, 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 that I think that's you. why I assumed that he was going to stay so long because I was like, well, they're obviously in the middle of something together, so he's got to yeah. live long enough to go and get whatever the thing is that they're getting or whatever tragedy has happened. So I, I, yeah. I didn't know what they were doing, and that's that. That's what led me to believe well, he's going to get caught up in something and they're going to be split up.
1: It's straight out of the Marvel playbook. Marvel put scenes in their trailers that aren't even oh, in this the Oh, this is exactly it. Yeah, this is exactly what they do, and.
2: It's you a know, blockbuster thing. When, you, when, you're, when you're, you know, you've got so many fans there, you have to give them red herrings.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was a big one. Yeah, That was a major one. But uh, yeah, I mean, and it set Ellie off and Ellie is relentless all the way through. And, you know, she learned that from Joel. That's where she gets it from. You know, Joel in the first game was ruthless. He was a ruthless survivor, as Troy Baker called it when I interviewed him a couple of years ago. You that <laughs> on yeah. Let's wow. drop that in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, I mean, he said, you know, Joel's a ruthless survivor, and that's exactly what he is, and that's what is instilled in Ellie in part two. Yeah, and sure, and that's you know, that's that's exactly who she is, and she didn't give up for anything, and it was Joel who taught her to do that. But it was also Joel that stopped her from killing Abby right at the end. You know, Joel is all over this game; he's just not present. Yeah, and that's um, one of the most wonderful things of it.
3: I think that's one of the things that going into the game, I was really excited to see how they were going to explore the choice that Joel made and what they were going to do with that. And I feel like the scenes, I think, like you said, about, you know, the museum scene and all of the flashback scenes with Joel in it are just really well handled. And it gave me exactly what I was looking for in terms of just fleshing out these characters and the dynamics and the, the real life things that people like that would go through of the kind of choices that they made. And then every time the game would then snap back to, "Oh, you're going to go here and you're going to ruthlessly smash someone's head in with a pole." Now I was like, "Okay, cool," but there's not, there wasn't that same kind of like motivation for me to, to want to find out more because it kind of felt like I was watching Ellie do all these things and I was like, "That's fine. I get why she's doing it. I can relate to it on some kind of level. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I'm I'm okay with a game pushing me to do something that I don't necessarily want to do." But then Sounds it would like, snap
2: back. Um... Oh, Miles sorry, wanted sorry. a walking simulator of a museum. <laughs> I just wanted
3: a, I wanted a Don't Nod to make it, just to make it into a. Yeah, story just, game. just
2: the whole thing, just <laughs> Joel and, and Ellie going around a museum, playing with the things, putting on the helmets the and hats things. On the yeah. dinosaurs. And, and just remembering things. And Oh, it would be lovely. Feeling fuzzy inside. You wouldn't have to be angry or revengey at anyone.
4: No,
3: think, you, know, you ain't wrong you ain't wrong no i think um, i think those scenes hit me harder because knowing that he was now dead it was nice to see all that kind of stuff of that yeah, development sure. of their relationship and i think i just wanted more around you know that kind of side of things whether it was yeah. with joel or whether it was going to be with a new character because like i said that scene with dina in the music store is it's just unbelievable and i just feel like there wasn't enough of that for me it felt like a lot of the the characterization was done through the theme of just revenge And it just kind of felt to me like it wasn't building these people up into people that I genuinely empathised with on a really strong level. It was kind of just, oh, everyone's angry and everyone wants to kill each other and some people forgive each other but then don't and it just... Yeah, it kind of descended into quite... It felt kind of routine for me.
2: Uh, we've heard your opinion of this, Miles. Yeah,
3: I'll,
0: I'll give it a rest, now. It's amazing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think when you play the last one, though, you know, the very first one, I think you do go away thinking, oh, if they made a second one, you know, I'd really like to see the impact of that decision. And if it yeah. comes out and what happens. And I think that that does go a little bit, like when I was saying, that does get a little bit lost. Yes, you find out. Yes, you do. Right at the end, you know that it's, you know, it does create this massive rift of, you know, never to talk to me again, blah, 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 blah. But I do think they could have done that more because that was what we were waiting seven years for because that was see, the moral of the last see, that's, story.
1: That's interesting because I felt it right at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I remember that scene where Joel turns up with the guitar, like at the very start. Yeah, oh. it definitely felt so good. Ellie is not happy to see him.
0: Yeah, and there's, yeah, there's you some, can tell that.
1: There's something underlying it all the way through that scene, and you know, Ellie doesn't like dismiss him, but you know,
4: she tolerates him now. Yeah,
1: she, yeah, it's She's very it's, much
4: like civil for the sake of civil. It's not the relationship you remember and that you love. And you definitely do query, okay, what's happened here? Yeah, yeah. But it's I, like yeah. it's like
1: an ex-husband and wife meeting, running into each other in town <laughs> for the first time yeah. in like four years. Yeah, that's and I think it's...
4: the story then turns into Joel's death, as opposed to you know they could have done a little bit, a little bit more around the play of, of actually that that impact, whether don't it be. You, don't you
2: think that the the impact essentially of that was the pivotal, you know, everything for the first game, right? Everything revolved around getting to the Fireflies, Joel's decision when he got there, all that stuff. And, you know, and Ellie finding out that that's why he did it. Um, But leaving it, you know, leaving it sort of unfinished ever so slightly is, you know, was just the icing on the cake, in my opinion. When Mm. you get to a second game, if the entirety of the second game had been about Joel's decision Mm. to do that, I think I would have just been bored from the off I'm so glad it took a completely different like pivotal thing the the entire pivotal thing is revenge the entire pivotal thing is all the other stuff we've just been discussing yeah
4: that's
2: it's it's an interesting way to go with your story also um the looking at it from a sort of purely plot based um you know and character building sort of stance rather than saying you know i'm invested in this character i had 15 hours with them already and that kind of stuff i I think i look at it like that i think i look at it as like this is an incredibly clever plot and it's done something so interesting with um interactive media in a way that you're never you'd never get the the visceral sort of you being forced to fight people and being forced to cut people and you know all that kind of stuff in a movie you don't get that in a movie you can have a Mm. dark and really visceral film but it won't be Mm. I was forced to do it myself so the, the the fact that you know that's what video can do and then The Last of Us 2 just takes that and just goes do you know how far we can take that right we can take that to the absolute 30 hour extreme that you will be <laughs> sick of it you won't want to play it anymore right and you're absolutely right i think we've all said we got fucking sick of playing it at one point right and i did as well i i i did as well it's it, there were points where i went as yeah, abby yeah there were points as um as ellie towards the end when i was, was still trying to find abby again <laughs> yeah. and i was just like i'm just like just give up i don't want to play anymore i don't want to fight her anymore um So in a way, I think like, I think it got me to the point where I was, you know, I want to forgive one of these characters. I want them both to forgive each other. And I wanted to to walk away, right? But I wanted to walk away really early. I wanted to walk away before you even started as Abby. Um, And then by the time you'd done all that stuff as Abby, I was like, yeah, I'm really on board for walking away now. Um, And I appreciate, you know, Miles, you've had a completely different view of it, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But it's, that's what it did to me. Um, And then when you get to the end, I'm like, I'm so glad when they walked away. I was so sort of, you know, in that shallow water, going, "I can't take this anymore. I can't deal with these two women going at each other like this when, when there's just nothing to be gained from any of mm. it." And that's just so powerful. It's something I've never felt from a video game, you know, probably before or since, um, and certainly not from any films. Um, you know, you could get great, great emotional reactions to plenty of stuff, but it's not quite like that. It's not when you're forced to do it for hours on end like not that.
1: Not even when Iron Man clicked his point. fingers in Endgame.
2: Oh, that is a powerful <laughs> moment, but it's only a moment. <laughs> you see, I mean, I wasn't forced to put the glove yeah. on, and I wasn't forced to make that decision to kill myself for my friends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you'd been forced to do that in an Avengers game, that would have been incredible.
1: Ooh. Guardians of the
4: Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but it didn't happen in Avengers, did it? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Square Enix is really easy. Give I think what that's what want. I was
4: saying at the beginning, though. Is that like it's the best? It's the best shit game for me. <laughs> like it is the best. Like I love. It. Like I love. It. I'm. I'm. I've sat here and I've like pooed on it, but I've not pooed on it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's more like out of love, I've pooed on it.
2: <laughs> I think in some ways we we do agree. Um, you know, there, there's quite yes. a few agreements here that. There's a game that's incredibly clever. It's done a lot of clever things. Whether it worked in every single instance for yeah. each different person and each different member of the audience, yeah, maybe it didn't. But, but maybe
4: that's what makes it so fantastic as well. Is actually so Druckman is mm. kind of laughing mm. on his big phone, being like, Look how many people I've 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 opinionated here. I've yeah. set well, up I my own been, community of people's opinions. I was gonna you know, say maybe that that's the beauty of the I mean
1: game. Druckmann Druckmann. Did his job if you're having that reaction yes. to it, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what he wants. Absolutely. Yeah,
3: because he came out and said that, you know, he wanted the game to be polarizing. He knew people weren't gonna like it. And I think that is a very fair position to take. And I think Toby, you actually put a really good perspective on mm. the kind of futility of how stupid the whole thing was and by the end you're like, just fucking yeah, that's stop. True. Like but um, I you're think you're not for... Ellie,
4: are you? You're not sharing the same anger. You're not no. Abby either. So I think, yeah, I think you're yeah, a really yeah. fair point. I think, yeah.
3: I think yeah. for me, just by the end of the game, I was more like I just didn't care. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> that I was done with either <laughs> yeah. character. or telling them to stop. I was like, just fucking give me a reason to stop playing now because I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's part that... of
2: what I was describing as well. I wanted to stop.
3: Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but the thing is, I didn't want to stop for the story reasons. For a reason. I just wanted to stop <laughs> yeah. because I was Way sick of stop. playing this fucking game now. <laughs> and um. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you actually, your perspective on it was actually really interesting. So I yeah. haven't seen or heard anyone kind of talk about it in that way. And I think actually that's quite a fair point of the game wants yeah. you to get to the point of just being like, why the fuck are you still doing this? Like,
4: and maybe that's why I hate it. Maybe you've cracked the code. Maybe you therapized me there, Toby. It's like mm-hmm. you hate Futility, it because of it? this. Yeah. <laughs> that's the
1: thing. I remember talking about it with you, Toby. Um, we didn't go in depth, but we talked about it on Slack. And we were like, yeah, yeah, the game ended like four times yeah yeah Literally. you know we really did that, when, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's
4: that was my point it's like oh my god i've already done that Stop. it was like
1: um lord oh. of the rings
2: um you know the end yeah. of uh what's the last one in the lord of the rings i uh, of the king the return of the king that ends like eight times oh, <laughs> and does. i was like oh my god don't end again
0: please. Yeah, like when it,
1: when when you see ellie and dina on the farm for the first time i thought that was it
4: yeah, me too. I was happy with that. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah I cool. Was happy. You, you've learned your lesson. You, Cute little baby. you did a boo-boo, and but fine out. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then fucking Tommy turned up. Fucking and it was like, Tommy. oh, I've got another three hours. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, Kat, let me kick you a scenario.
4: Yeah.
1: Huh? We're at the beach at the very end.
4: Me and you, or... Oh.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> that's just, a very that's <laughs> no. Oh, we're at the beach, as in yeah. like the beach, the
4: shallow. Yeah, yeah, pool yeah. fights. Me so.
1: and you were okay. at the beach, and Ellie and Abby turn up and start fighting next to us, and it's really awkward because <laughs> we're having like, a really nice day. Stop, guys,
4: come on! <laughs> like, I just want to enjoy my ice cream.
1: God, <laughs> you just kicked sand into my Dr Pepper. You're fucking Damn it, Ellie. Go. <laughs> go on Ellie. What's your anyway. scenario? Yeah.
4: Yeah. What's your scenario?
1: Right. Ellie and Abby are fighting out, and Abby kills Ellie. Okay. How um, would we feel now? How would how would of that ending sat with you?
4: Ooh. Would
1: it? Now think about it because would it even would it be worse for what Ellie went home to?
4: I think hmm, I don't know. I feel like i feel like that takes some thought. I think that kind of then shows that you should have stayed. Like you learnt your lesson, you knew it wasn't going to come to anything and now you've been burned. You played with fire, you put your hands on it, you realised that the oven was hot so you stepped away and then you then you went closer to the oven again and now you've been burned. So you're dead. And so maybe actually that would have been a bit, I would have maybe been a little bit more satisfied with, with one of them coming to one conclusion because it, then, you know, it does then, I guess, convey that revenge of, you know, nobody wins in this scenario. Nobody has won. But it kind of felt like Miles was saying that this redemption story does make it feel like Abby has been forgiven for killing Joel. And we don't want her to be, we don't want anyone to be forgiven. But like we said, we're invested in 15 hours of Joel and Ellie, blah, 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 magical happy land of The Last of Us 1. And so, um, yeah, maybe it would have been a little bit better if one of them would have died. And if that was Ellie, then you can kind of look back and you can sit back in your little armchair and say, you had it. You you did your thing and you decided to walk away. So you're a stupid girl because you, you went back out. So what did you do that for? And I think that might have been, yeah, that might have been a little bit more, yeah. Or just being given the choice and having two endings. That yeah. would have been nice, too. I think that, you know, you, you, you kind of put on a bus and you have to ride the bus and you, you need to get off the bus. You want to get off the bus. You wanted to get off the bus at the first stop. But there are 50 stops to this journey. <laughs> you're being <laughs> you're being made to see all of the stops. Um, and so maybe at the end, you at the last punch, it stops and you have this little kind of square, no, not squares, an X circle kind of function of puncher, don't puncher like you corrected
1: the. You I don't, like you choose... the, uh,
4: you I don't the know buttons. why I did that, but for like... me, it's no, like square. Right. No, not not the right one. Um, <laughs> no, not the right one. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think that might have been because you you have gone on this journey with like like Toby was saying. You know, you are you are in it. You are either in it because you want them to stop on behalf of both of them, or you're Abby, or you're looking for Elliot. You just want it to, but. I think there could have been a nice dynamic of choosing at the very end of, okay, well, you've done this journey with her. You've now been given a second chance to either finish what you started and have, if you as the player feel like this is justice, have a killer. Or are you going to put yourself into the position where you're going to walk away for a second time because this just is not worth it? Mm, yeah. Maybe that would have been a, a cool dynamic. I don't know if I going
1: to the the choice is something that a lot of people discuss is like Mm. it would have been nice if it was in your hands yeah even the second
4: one the first one doesn't have to be in your hands but the second one would have just added that extra dynamic because it just feels like you're going through the same ending again the ending that you had four hours ago except it's ended up worse but for the same consequence both still alive like but except now ellie has no fingers no baby no girlfriend uh Abby walks away alive with Liv Lev and she's you know had this like redemption arc like you said so yeah I think that might have it would have been nice to have a choice because I think that then you know you feel then that you have experienced that emotional turmoil and you get to say once and for all like stop it both Mm. of you knives down chefs away from your tables (laughs) (laughs) no you know sit this out like adults you know naughty corners for all or you're gonna say nah finish it and go back to nothing because you made that choice. Do you know what I mean? You would still get the same ending of Ellie going back to nothing, but yeah. I don't know.
1: Interesting. No, no it's, it's interesting. I mean, my, my only issue with the ending and it always has been is, does it, is it implied how long Abby had been tied up on that pillar for?
4: I think it's only a couple of hours, isn't it?
1: Or days. Yeah, a- actually,
2: on the pillar is only a few hours. Or, yeah, or so. she's oh, there for but she's with that group for a long time. Yeah, she's been
3: time. Ellie gets there because I think Ellie's traveling for a, a good few weeks. Yeah. I think isn't yeah. it to get down to where she is? Yeah, and obviously the frame
2: between the two could be like months. Yeah, months,
3: she's months. obviously been back in yeah. Seattle or wherever her and Dina are for a while because they've obviously
1: got that house and they've
3: the
2: babies built along and Yeah, because yeah.
1: exactly. I've always wondered like when Ellie cuts her off the pillar. You know, where does she get all the strength from? Because she's obviously very weakened and she doesn't look, you know, built and rugged like she did. You know, there's something that's gone horribly wrong. And I assume she's been there for a while, but it's still in that an exhausted
2: fight, fight though,
0: isn't yeah, it? She's, exactly yeah, it's that kind of that fight on her feet. Yeah. Even. Yeah. The I think that's what makes it like so powerful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But she can still, she, she can still, you know, throw hands yeah. and she's yeah, still got some sure. strength <laughs> in there. You know, that
3: WLF training.
0: Yeah, the right.
1: off. She cut off her damn fingers. Jeez. I mean,
2: well yeah. Ellie had, had to go through, you know, murdering a whole load of people. She'd got exhausted by doing all that.
3: <laughs> Another hundred people to the bottom. And, <laughs> and then
2: and uh, then you know, I Abby had to go through the um the you know the the exhaustion of being strung up to the pillar for a few hours. Yeah. By the time you get to the end of both of those scenarios, they're both on a pretty even board. I
4: think that's why it felt so brutal to do, because it was just like meh. Like, it just felt like yeah. oh my god this is yeah. like this neither is of them can statement. give a proper
2: punch it's like no. a, it's like punching in a dream you know when you just put yeah. no you can't put any impact behind it because they're both just so exhausted
1: yeah really? it's like Look. ellie's got that um ellie's got that wound is not she from being strung up by the um by the yeah. dudes oh yeah the sunglasses dude yeah you yeah came across ellie and that was it it was over. Yeah, I felt
3: feel like the rattlers were meant to be like a much more prominent part, and then I guess they realized the game was already too long, and were like, yeah. "Oh shit, we better shorten this."
1: <laughs> I found that I found that bit rather underwhelming, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, As the, the final actual gameplay fight. of it, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: I
3: think that's a good point as well. Is I think part of the reason I was a bit sick of the game by the end was because although I like the gameplay of Naughty Dog, it's not there's not a whole lot of variety to it. You're kind of playing the same way from the start to the very end, and I think the gameplay loop. For me although it was fine and it's very good it didn't really hold up for that many hours and i think when i got to santa barbara and i was like oh, god's sake i've got to do like another however many hours of fighting through and then the game just kind of gives up and just gives you a, a submachine gun or an assault rifle whatever it is And it's kind of like right just murder your way through all these people and get to the end and i was like right it kind of feels like you're all just kind of skipping me over now um yeah so i it feel like nice. this kind
1: of gameplay loop may have contributed a bit it was nice to finally get machine gun <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that I was, was waiting so long for it. I was Is like, it God. A
2: bit of um sort of ludo narrative dissonance to a certain extent, like when you've Definitely. got the, the uh, you know
0: the ability oh, stop to stop saying long words. Sorry, <laughs> my dad.
3: It's a big thing with naughty dog ludo narrative dissonance, isn't it? Because I think they even made it a trophy in Uncharted Four <laughs> they always get criticized for having like yeah. smarmy characters who kill billions of people and then crack jokes. But I think exactly. in,
2: it's so it's that idea of you know you're you're killing your way through something that and and yet being a hero and being a totally likeable character and having, yeah. you know, all this nice redemption arcs, but yet you've murdered hundreds and hundreds of people by the time you get to it. And that, that it doesn't make sense. You know, the, any of these characters would be emotional wrecks within 10 minutes of what you've actually played.
3: Yeah, they'd be totally fucked up. And I think in Uncharted, you can kind of just say, well, that's the type of game it wants to be like, that doesn't, you know, Nathan Drake's not meant to be this gritty, realistic hero. He's meant to just be a smart ass action hero but I think in The Last of Us 2 I think it's a genuinely fair point of you know Ellie has this kind of moment at the end this eureka moment of oh I need to stop now and a lot of people said well you've just killed hundreds of people to get to this point and in exceptionally brutal ways and now you're just going to give up at the final second mm-hmm. and I think the gameplay I think if there'd been an element of you know actually you can make your way through the game non-lethally, non-lethally. and I think building on your point of a choice Kat of If in the background the game was kind of monitoring how you were playing and if you were more pacifistic or if you took mercy on people and then you got to the end, there might be a secret ending where Ellie doesn't kill Abby and you walk away because that's how you've played as Ellie. Mm. Whereas if you're really merciless, then it would have you still kill Abby and then something on that. I don't know. It was kind of an idea in my head, but I I don't know if that would have made it better or worse.
2: What I think with the Ludo narrative dissonance is that they've they've known about it so much within Uncharted and within plenty of other games that have been talked about over the years that actually The Last of Us Part Two is a sort of attempt at at going beyond Ludo narrative dissonance and saying mm. what we're doing is trying to break these characters. What we're doing is trying to break you as a player. You know, you have murdered all these people. You feel terrible. It's got so violent and so brutal that no one could come out of it unscathed and mm. Ellie is not unscathed and Abby is not unscathed they are both broken and that is what you feel as a player you've described it a number of times even though you didn't like it you've said I was sick and tired of playing I was yeah you know I got to the point where I didn't want to do it anymore and I'm afraid that's that's what they wanted you to feel I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> but, sorry Miles but husband, like... he
4: wins Toby's psychoanalyzing me. I can't get out of it now and so
2: I think it's I think it's Neil Druckmann trying to take ludonarrative dissonance to its absolute sort of the, the zenith. It's been the zenith. It's been able to get to so far um, because, you know, those characters have got to that point. That is what they were. They were meant to be as characters within the story. the The, the dissonance isn't there anymore because the narrative has included the murder. Right. Mm. And and that's really clever in my opinion. It's it's. I think I think he deserves the um the plaudits that he has got for for putting together a story that is just so incredibly impossible to do without video games and mm. just so so visceral and um and emotionally charged
0: yeah, yeah definitely
3: I agree and I think there's an element of they made the game they wanted to make regardless of what the reception is going to be sure. and I'll always respect that you know I'm not going to I'll yeah, always say that sure. The Last of Us 2 is a 9 out of 10 game. It just wasn't for me yeah. in terms of the story. And I think you've you kind of touched I know, on No, know,
4: Miles. Okay, we know. It wasn't for me. <laughs> I know that you,
3: um, you said there that you know, these characters were made to do this. I think that's the sticking point for me is throughout the game, it felt like the writers were just pulling strings to make me yeah. feel bad. And I get that that's yeah very I think powerful that's deliberate
2: ways. and yeah it's yeah. just not necessarily been for you yeah, yeah. exactly that it makes just sense. seems so
3: obvious to me and I was like this is really on the nose and like you said it's very heavy-handed and mm. it just didn't sit with me it was kind of like as I was playing through I was like oh this is the bit I'm supposed to feel like shit again oh yeah now I'm supposed <laughs> to feel worse again okay cool now I feel terrible for doing this now you just made me kill a dog wow I am <laughs> absolute scumbag worst of the <laughs> earth and I was a bit like this just feels like Whereas a game like Spec Ops The Line does it very subtly and it turns you, again, spoilers for Spec Ops The Line if you've not played it, but you probably should have by this point. Um, It's just kind of, it does it very subtly. And then at the end of the game, the game's like, oh, look at all these things that you chose to do and could have stopped at any time, but just didn't. Whereas with this one, it's almost like the writers are like, no, you've got to keep going because you've got to see the end and you've got to see how much much of of a bad person you're going to get to by the time you get there. And um, yeah, it just felt a bit too on the nose for me, I think.
4: Fun fact, um, actually, we are recording this um, on the day that The Last of Us 1 was released, eight years ago. Oh, it's, it's trending on Twitter. And we're um, releasing
2: this on the day that The Last of Us 2 was released.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at that, Last of Us Inception.
1: I love it. I love it. So we'll do another three hours on the first game, shall we? Is that? Right? Oh, yeah. please. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> what did you guys think of the gameplay for part two, though? Because I know we've talked, you know, at Infinitum about the story here, but I guess in terms of the gameplay, what did you guys? How did you guys find I mean, actually playing the game?
1: Technically, it's a masterclass. Oh, it's just incredible, isn't it? I it's don't like, yeah. think I don't think there's been a better video game for, for kind of hand to hand combat, mm. and especially
4: environment you know, as well, gunplay just, as
1: well. You know, it's oh. just the moments where, like you said, when you were killing the dogs. You know, oh, it's dogs, sad, man. it oh, sucks. Dogs
3: and games is just no And, <laughs> and, they've, got, and they've got
1: names and, Yeah exactly, and Druckmann went Oh let's give them names as well To really yeah. really kind of like ram it in When you shoot a dog and someone goes Rex, Rex, where are you? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's oh. really sad And
4: you hear it go <laughs> And you're like yeah. no, shush
2: Yeah. Yeah. At the same that's... time I was like That dagger is going in that dog right now Because that dog will
0: kill <laughs> me Yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: I mean, um, I I ran through it again recently, and then I ran through it again uh, when it hit 60 frames on PS5, and I put on infinite ammo, infinite health, and I just absolutely oh, it just went it. for the ludo narrative dissonance yeah. there. Just, I so went Terminator for the, mode. Actually, <laughs> yeah, you know, new game plus all the weapons. 800 sound. Let's go. You no, know, um, I put on the accessibility, so everything slowed down when I targeted, and it was just beautiful. And it was those moments where. Like, you could see the dog coming. Like, the dog was, like, red, sort of, like, lit up. And, yeah, you would just shoot them from miles away. And it was just, like, it was, it was really harsh. But those moments where I was, like, there's that one moment where there's a lot of, I can't remember where it is. It might be in Seattle. It was just the, the moment before Jesse arrives to save Ellie from that.
4: Mm, in from the grass and all those, yeah. like, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a whole sequence where you're going in between houses and, like, shops yeah. and mm. things. And a number must, of dogs there. Yeah, there's it like must tree, have taken me, first time, probably about an hour because I was so scared yeah and the the second time it took me a little shorter the third time it took me like five minutes it was great i just ran I, through i, I always
2: <laughs> play those sections in as much stealth as possible yeah, yeah. Absolutely. like you say yeah. the, the the hour version is is exactly how I went through almost the entirety yeah. of the game the first time round. um just trying to stay you know one step ahead of everyone all the time dropping on people taking people out silently you know distractions all that stuff um and that side of the gameplay i find is just amazing greg and i have discussed before just we love stealth games and splinter cell and you yeah. know those kind of things are incredible Mel gear solid but somehow in the last of us it may, manages to take that and turn up the action dial and make stealth just so brutal and so much more like Yeah it was silent But god it was horrible At the same time
3: There's just so much tension Isn't there Of like Every movement you're making You're wondering If there's just an enemy Around the corner And when you get spotted It becomes like You against like an army (laughs) Yeah It's There's just such a pressure That you feel As you're trying to like Make your way through these areas There's that um, Makes you feel
1: vulnerable There's that clank Or something isn't there Like when you've been seen You Uh, hear the clank And you're like Ah shit And you just run for your life (laughs) Yeah And
3: um, yeah, like you said, the melee combat as well, they really upgraded that to make it really kind of, again, kind of, Kind of organic with the environment and every hit with like an axe or something, like you could genuinely just feel it come back out of the control yeah. Oh my god, you.
4: smashing glass is possibly the best thing I've ever done that game. There yeah. was something about smashing a window <laughs> or smashing a beer bottle where I was like, that's yeah. so satisfying. Yeah. Greg said that as well, see... as well,
2: didn't he? Greg has, has wax <sighs> yeah. lyrical about the about just knocking little tiny bits of glass out oh, of god, a window. <laughs> literally, that's
4: what I did. I would walk around and I'd smash all the glass doors, and I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't did know that, what. I <laughs> was the best, but yeah, <laughs> it was just so glass. satisfying. It was like bubble wrap, but for you know, gaming. Oh, it was just incredible. The,
1: um, I want to give a shout out to big? the uh, the, the rope physics as well. Yes. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> I was thinking of the um, extraordinary, the, the,
2: big, the enormous fat, um, you know, hulking enemies that come at you with those great big hammers and shit they are something else when you're mm. taking on one of those and you're just like ducking underneath a hammer. Low, and then when you manage to get one yourself and you just cave in someone's <laughs> skull with it, it's oh. just like. Oh. It's I kind of found
1: like out when I, had, evil. when I had infinite ammo and I wasn't trying to conserve ammo. Um, there were like people on the ground, and I would just pull out the shotgun and just shoot their heads off and legs off. <laughs> <laughs> Savage, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, and like you didn't, I I didn't realize I could do that because you know I was being so careful with my ammo. Oh yeah. Mm. So when it's infinite, it's just like ah, that's fun. Can we talk about uh, the the underground in the hospital? in that boss <gasps> fight. Yes. Yeah,
4: rat, is that the rat king?
1: The rat, yeah, the one you mean?
4: Yeah, with the tunnel and you've got to go through it twice, haven't you?
1: Yeah, where yeah. Like you're, you're warned before you go in. It's like, I mean, this shit Ooh. sucks, man. It's yeah. going to be, a, yeah. it's going to be a rough ride and you're like, oh, God. And, it's and you so- like
4: slowly crawl your way there too. You're like <laughs> crawling through the vents like, hee hee, I'm about to die. Like,
1: just, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's so quiet for so long. Yeah. And really then, is. then you get down to the very bottom, like the car park And suddenly you get pulled out of it by this hulking motherfucker. And yeah, I don't have any kind of memories of that fight because I remember it being a hellish ordeal.
3: certainly do. And it's just like when you're trying to, like you're like blasting it with a shotgun, you turn around to move, you get stuck on a corner and the thing just mauls over and rips you in half and then just consumes you all in one. It was... It's a very <laughs> well, like the lighting in that boss fight is yeah. that whole section of the underground when it's got like the red lighting and then it brings on the proper lighting and it just is so atmospheric and it felt like I was playing a survival horror game. Um, oh yeah. In mm. every
2: yeah. the of that. um, I think what's cool in that is that in a way, Last of Us Two doesn't have that many bosses. Um, there, you know, you sort of don't face up against some enormous hulking beast like that all that many times. Yeah. Mm. So it's actually when they happen. They happen and they're just, like, they're t- they're, the dial is turned to 11 because you've only actually had about four bosses in the entire game. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. And it's like, that. well, that wasn't, that's not how I expected the game to go either.
3: A similar part I found was that bit where you first come across the stalkers when you're in that office complex it and you go, th- you go into that big open room and then you see one of them. And I was like, oh, shit. Mm. And they are, like, I can't imagine what it was like having the infinite ammo and not having to worry about them. It must have been great. But I remember playing that section for the first time, and I had very little ammo. I had next to no kind of healing stuff, and I was like slinking my way around every corner. I was throwing bottles everywhere to try and get them away, and it was hell. Like I genuinely got to the end and got out of that window that you climb out of, mm. and I just breathe this massive sigh of relief and just pause <laughs> for a second and got myself a drink to like get over the tension of it because it's mm. just so. Well, absolutely. I don't
4: like like Resident Evil type games or like horror games. I'm sure I said it on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and that that stalker bit on the ship. Oh no, they're no, not the ship. The offices fuck off.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah,
4: yeah. That was absolutely awful. When you're like creeping around, I my hands are starting to sweat just thinking about how much my hands sweat. Uh, like sweated, sweated during that. I just, I remember, I remember tweeted. the shadow, sweated, sweated. <laughs> um, going, I remember that little shadow running across, and I was like, oh, I'm really not gonna like this. And I remember like turning the light on and being right, okay. And I, I just desperately, desperately wanted to get through it. And I, I remember being, like, and I it must have been. I would love to have heard like a microphone in my room because, I, no. I
1: highly recommend bit, going through. The rest of the game again on one shot kills infinite ammo because it's it just becomes an arcade game it's really fun yeah.
4: well I actually did i went i went for the game um second time and i did the <laughs> um just so i knew that i wouldn't miss any collectibles i did the accessibility option where everything is either red or blue and i was like right well there we go Nice. Now, nothing is scary. So, try it. And so, I was like walking around. I'm like, You're not scary because I can see you over there, motherfucker. You're not going to jump out on me because you're a blue blob. <laughs> so, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah.
1: I had, what else do I have on? I had infinite hearing. So, I could sort oh, of is see it, for, is like, it, as far is um, as I can go. It's great. Accessibility for pussies. Is that what that is?
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty it much. Yeah, yeah.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that really
0: works the
2: treat, though. Yeah. And it doesn't affect you. You can see every enemy.
4: (laughs) It literally is that you walk into a room. And the thing is, um, all the collectibles are like bright gold. So you're like, I'll take you, and I'll take you, and I'll take Fair you.
2: Dear, I couldn't play it like this.
4: <laughs> that was did my you... second time round, though. So like, I, I did play it properly, but
2: yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't think I could go back and do this. It would ruin it. So
3: he's <laughs> totally yeah. horrified at the thought of it.
2: Yeah, you
4: just, yeah. You do, some, I, I want did to have the creator's
2: TV. vision, please.
3: Chuckmen <laughs> <laughs> did not intend me to slaughter everything in one shot. <laughs> well,
1: I had the no to on see blue vampire,
2: blue zombies <laughs> across oh, the.
1: Yeah. When I uh, when I one shot killed the uh, the rat king, oh. That was beautiful. I bet that felt good to be fair. It's was lame, nice isn't it? He was just he was just running at me. It was like, nah, not today, bitch. One shot with a <laughs> one shot with a pistol and he was down. I was like, yep, I'm out.
3: <laughs> you're basically John Wick then, just strolling through.
1: Yeah, the thing is like time slows down and you're like, you're Neo and John Wick all at the same time. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's well worth a go.
4: Microsoft Paint version of yeah, <laughs> the Last of Us. Yeah.
1: Essentially, but if you want to get the plat, you know it doesn't affect the trophies, so it's a um, it's an easier way to play through the game. If you want to go through it a second time or a third time, did you get the plat cat? Black cat?
4: No, I didn't play it on my PlayStation, so I um,
1: didn't. What did you play on?
4: Don't get it. It wasn't. It just wasn't my PlayStation. It was a friend's PlayStation because we both agreed um, that we couldn't. But, but because it was like eighty quid at the time, so we were like, "I'll oh, just play it, and then you can play it, and then." That's what I did, and I don't know why I did that. They've got
2: all your trophies. Yeah, (laughs)
4: yeah. I did. I did this
2: at uni. I did this at uni. I've got a friend who's got like dozens of games worth of trophies of mine, Mm. and I can't get them back
4: like I even a kick in the face is that i did that with my ex-boyfriend the last of us one and i ended up doing most of that game because he was like oh, i want to do this better and i want to do this better I don't. so he has all of my last of Us trophies <laughs> on his playstation so if you were to go on my trophy list i have like so that's what i did i started the game again i actually um i was like right i'm gonna do it on my version now and because the game was so freaking long i was like right i don't know if i can do this f- <laughs> i don't know if i want to watch this all again so if you actually look it looks like i've never played the last of us <laughs> Played it, oh yeah. Oh, but see yeah. here we go. So I feel you, Toby. Now. This is yeah. the real
3: reason you didn't like you it. You didn't actually it. play it, did you, you? You just watched something it on <laughs>
4: YouTube. <laughs> I watched PewDiePie's <laughs> stream. Yeah, <laughs> busted. Um, no, but I feel you, Toby. It's just it's awful, isn't it? It just things. It's, at least it's, sad. Bad it's really sad. I will go and do it one day. I'll go back to it, but I just don't want to relive it right now. I don't know if I. I, know, I know.
2: I'm guessing Miles has got the plan as well.
3: I do, I got the plat um, and a part of me does want to go back
1: I love to how much the, you hated it, but you got the plat
3: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just a whore for, for trophies I I, I I Druckmann is in one so week-
1: far up your ass right now it's actually amazing
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did it all in one weekend as well and got the plat within about what five or six hours of starting again
0: Yeah, um, you, you could
2: go through another sort of six hours yeah. rush through all the cutscenes and pick up a few last, last items and you had it really um so yeah it wasn't too bad
3: i do appreciate that it wasn't uh, a ball-bustingly hard platinum to get because the the last of us one actually does have oh, quite a you have difficult...
2: to play it through like f- four times minimum
0: don't
3: you yeah oh, and do the online mode which takes like a good chunk of time to do both like i call them campaigns but they're not but the both sides of the online multiplayer story yeah, i didn't do games. that
2: bit so i never got the platinum on the first one but i have done the, all of the uh you know hard mode twice and whatever
3: yeah yeah grounded mode I mean I I mean I kind of do want to go back and do part two and try grounded mode and to play it you know as they probably intended it to feel like a real survival hellish you know scraping by by the skinnier teeth but I just don't think I can sit through another 20 25 hours of it to do it <laughs> maybe I'll use the accessibility options like you or will so yeah, just it. tear
1: through it, it. <laughs> you can you save time by skipping cinematics obviously. Yeah, Um, save a lot of time by not having to watch everything again I I should have
4: to do that the loading scenes though you might as well just watch the cinematics in the end
3: could do it on PS5 now though I bet it looks absolutely gorgeous with no loading time
1: Uh, well there's still loading time it's still the same PS4 game it's just uh, just a little shinier on PS5 right now they haven't got a full remaster yet ah okay but um, it's yeah I mean it's still beautiful for sure yeah I think on a PS5 it would just look yeah delicious yeah I mean there's obviously going to be a Last of Us part 2 remastered at some point yeah, um, with you know, I was going to say with DLC, but there is no DLC, is there? There is no I Left Behind for the D- Last of Us Part Two.
3: They were going but to yeah. do a, a, the multiplayer mode. I think they're still working on that at the moment. And Drakman said they've kind of thought about a script for Part Three, haven't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Part Three is inevitable. To be honest, yeah, Last of Us Part Two sold fucking bonkers. Considering so,
2: there's a TV series come in as well, mm-hmm. the um, storylines, you know, are they going to stay very similar, these storylines, or are they going to diverge completely, have different characters in them? Do you know what I mean? If, if, if it were to be the same as the the uh, video game storyline, then that would be all, almost an inevitable part three, just because yeah. you'd already have yeah. the storyline.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the TV show follows the first game, doesn't it? Yeah, well, for now.
2: But, yeah. yeah, there's only one season, so we'll have to see how yeah. popular it is.
1: Yeah, man. Pedro Pascal is Joel. Very exciting. He's suddenly, he's suddenly
3: getting all these kind of very big roles for like nerd type stuff, isn't he? Like he's done Game of Thrones. He's just done The Mandalorian. He's in The, the Last of Us now. He seems to just be the go-to guy for like the kind of gaming kind of nerdy related stuff. And he's did great you, at it too.
1: Did you see him in Wonder Woman 1984?
3: No, I haven't watched that one actually.
1: It's awful. Don't watch it. Oh. <laughs>
0: he's he's, he's really, not actually
1: that He's He's really good in it.
2: <laughs> I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say he's not that great in it. <laughs> oh, but well, he is. He really
1: kind of camps right. it up and yeah, he plays does. this awful character. And um, yeah, it's probably one of his worst roles, but he's great. I he's think he knows fun. it's bad. So he just absolutely goes for it,
3: to be honest. He's kind of similar in uh, the role he has in Game of Thrones. He just plays that part very well. And it sounds like it's quite a similar thing, only mm. I think it's probably a more serious take on that type of character. But yeah, he seems to just like these kind of roles, really.
1: Any final thoughts on the last first part two?
4: No, I don't think so.
1: How great game. I, think, I think we've <laughs> said our pieces, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, great game, <laughs> great it, game.
4: Yeah. And now we'll never talk about it again.
1: <laughs> How are you feeling, Cat? You feeling more relieved? You feel? <sighs> yeah,
4: it's nice to know it wasn't as as controversial as I as I initially thought Mm. um I did look at a lot of like you know when it first came out I remember watching a lot of YouTube and there was a lot of agreements there was a lot of kind of this is why this game sucks and there was a lot of things that that with with them I didn't believe like didn't quite agree with so I think that like you know like people have said it's polarizing and it's supposed to be so I think that's a good thing is you know the thing is testament to a game that can make us talk about it a year on for an hour and a half
3: yeah. And there was a lot of, like, quite unfair, quite bullshit criticism of the game, yes. which I think is just wrong, really, because yeah, criticize, and, you know, you can say that it's not for you or whatever, but to, there were some people out there being like, oh, it's like a one or a two out of ten. And I was like, are you joking? Have you even looked yeah, at it? Have you that, even seen yeah. it? Like, I
4: mean, it was all social justice warrior and it's like, is it? Like,
3: yeah, there was a lot of trans hate
2: and yeah. you know, all sorts and of stuff so... around that release that was just so horrendous. Yeah, it was death threats. And, yeah, yeah,
4: that was uncalled for. It wasn't called to, Yeah, that's not called to send. You know, actual real people with real lives, real jobs, death threats because they played an L G B T Q plus character. Even and Laura not.
2: Bailey. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. She really got mean. a
4: lot of stuff. You know, and actually, you know, testament to her that she's such a great actor that you know. But that's uncalled. That's uncalled to do that to somebody. You know, she's got a role you know, role of a career, isn't it, to have for yeah, last yeah. of us too.
3: Yeah, and well, what's ridiculous you know. is she plays Abby so well. Like yeah. she actually captures that character. I mean testament well. to her
4: that people hate her in real life because of uh, who she's playing. <laughs> and I think that's you know that's uh, it just sucks that people suck. <laughs> um, yeah I
1: remember when a lot of that stuff came out about Laura Bailey and we did a podcast about it. Um well not just just about that but there was some news and yeah I got really arsy about it. I think I've ranted we- for like 10 minutes.
2: Yeah, we pinned our colours to the flag, didn't we? On that one, we um, yeah. we definitely said what we thought.
1: <laughs> Basically, Laura Bailey is a fantastic actress, and yeah. she plays Ellie, uh, sorry Abby, so well. Yeah, and so beautifully. And don't fucking tell her that she want that you wanted to die because she killed Joel in a in a, in a fictional yeah, in a video, video game, game in a fictional <laughs> flipping video yeah. game. Grow up. People need to work out what what's reality yeah. and what's not at a massive level
2: if they're doing that kind of thing.
3: Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I it's think just, um
2: well what's nice that in this discussion is we have also i know you're saying it's polarizing and the game is clearly we've come to this discussion with um quite differing thoughts on it um but we've come to quite a lot of consensus at the same time Um, there's a there's quite a few points where we're saying you know i can agree with that point and i can you know i can see that point of view um, from, from you know, what what is essentially the other side. I know we're not gone so far the other side that we're, you know, <laughs> hating it for just the sake of hating it. But at the same time, you know, some of us didn't didn't enjoy it in the same way as others. So yeah. but,
3: but I've got to say as well, it's actually been really nice to talk to people who, a lot of the people I've spoken to didn't like the game. And it's been really nice to talk to people who did like yeah, the game, definitely. but who can break it down and explain why the story was impactful. Because I had someone say, oh, I liked it because it's just people being angry. And I was like, What? <laughs> I was gonna like, love
2: Final Fantasy Origins. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> I'm mean, gonna destroy chaos. Um,
3: but I just—it's been really nice to actually discuss it properly and have people who are willing to kind of explore that in a lot more depth. And I think, like we kind of said before, a lot of the criticism was bullshit. It was re- just really stupid stuff. And I think that did sully some of the genuine criticism or the genuine yeah. kind of mm-hmm. the things. Yeah, you that can genuinely like
2: disagree with how something does something, but you've got to be able to explain it. You've got to be able to. Ex, you know tell me why that is and I think yeah. you've done that it's just um yeah when when you just say one out of ten this is shit you, you know you're not really part of the conversation are you
4: no you're playing I am Brad on repeat for
3: probably <laughs> 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 enough Troy Baker's in that too isn't it <laughs> <laughs>
4: um it's yeah. very
1: difficult to come across a game that Troy Baker isn't in yeah yeah or Nolan North
0: yeah i was
3: gonna no, 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 say yeah. didn't he do that um he got up on stage once to collect an award and he was like telling uh, all upcoming voice actors he was like there's one rule that you have to follow wait for me and nolan to die
1: yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah absolutely pretty much cool. It's, been cool it's been great What's your final thoughts then ross um I, I love I love it. I love the world. Um I wrote a whole song about Ellie and Joel. It's on my album Walking In From Nowhere, everyone now on all good streaming stuff. <laughs> awesome. and, I wasn't um, trying to give that you that a slight <laughs> <laughs> I didn't intend to do it, but um I should say that that's right that, that 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 song, um, the guitar in it is recorded from Ellie playing the guitar in The Last of Us Part Two. And so I played the guitar in the game, and that guitar is oh. Ellie playing it on the guitar.
3: Okay, that is that's pretty sick.
1: And I love the game so much and the world that it really hit me. You know, every kind of moment of the game is, you know, it catches your breath and it lets it out, it exhausts you. Like you said, Miles and Toby, it's, it exhausts you both, but in very different ways, I think. Mm. And the way, it, the way it grabs you and doesn't let go, the way it kind of leaves you with an ending that was like, am I happy about that ending? I, I don't even know, to be honest. And how it gives you thought, how, you know, I've waited a year to kind of let it all out. It's like it's like to play through it. It's weird to play through it a second time and the third time. Third time, I just ran through it just to get the trophies. But the second time, to go through it again and to relive Ellie's story and to kind of fall in love with Abby's compassion for Lev and how she was almost doing it as a way to redeem herself. You know, she she said, you know, why are you doing this? He's a terrified. And it's like because I have to. And that's such a wonderful thing. Because you go, oh damn it, Abby, fuck it. Okay, fine. And <laughs> by by the end, it's it's just a it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience, I think. I think and... it is testament to it, isn't it?
3: Like yeah. you kind of said there of how despite the discourse and the polarization, we can all come here and like you said, Toby, we've got points of agreement, but we can all sit here and agree that the thing that they made is so impressively made and there's been so much heart and soul poured into it even if you don't like it there's still so much to appreciate and like about mm. it anyway mm.
1: and that's 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 the legacy of naughty dog i think that's what they do and whatever they've got next whatever part 3 is going to be you know i'm going to be there day one because they don't they don't fuck about you know drugman is probably one of the greatest game writers living today and you know i'm there for him in terms of his work whenever but you know. well, you're
4: not there for him if he's a bit sad? No, fuck oh, that guy. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to know how you are either, so... Yeah.
1: I know what I meant.
4: <laughs> I know, I know.
1: So, yeah, you know, just to uh, just to cap it off, it's a uh, it's an experience that, you know, is polarising, and it's, you know, people are going to love it, they're going to love it, and they don't know why, they're going to love it, and they're going to hate it all at the exact same time. And I think we've got all of that on this podcast tonight. Definitely. And that's uh, that's the wonderful thing about it. And... You know, it. Toby's right, Miles, I'm terribly sorry, but druckmann has got your. <laughs> Druckman's got your number,
0: dude. <laughs> exactly what.
1: Exactly, you are exactly what he wanted. Played you like a. Fiddle. a guitar. Um, fiddle. No, like and, a guitar. Yeah, <laughs> without like a guitar. two fingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess we can uh, we can call it there. Thank you all very much indeed uh, for listening. Of course, we have a very regular podcast that we do every single week, uh, and check out all of our E3 stuff because we did a lot of E3 stuff. Looking back, um, we've still got one more to record um, at the time of recording this. So do look forward to that as well. Oh, actually, no, when you're listening to this, it'll all be up. So go go back and listen to it. Why not? That'll be fun. <laughs> this is weird. It's hard to, we don't often do stuff so far time. ahead of time.
0: What yeah. time? What is
1: time? <laughs> what is time? What is the time? I do not know. Uh, do let us know what you thought of The Last of Us Part 2 um, in the comments below or over on Twitter at FNGRGNS. If you really like what we do, why not follow our Patreon for $1 a month? You can get specials like this and you can keep the, 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 uh, the, uh, uh, the you can get the podcast nice and shiny on its various hosting services and keep the website up as well because the website's full of news, reviews, features and previews. Don't forget to check it out also. And follow us on Twitter at FNGRGNS. Until then, it is goodbye from Miles Thompson. See you later. It's goodbye from Toby Anderson. So, know. It's goodbye from the Heathen that hates Ellie. Cat.
4: I don't hate Ellie. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> 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 what an exit.
4: Ellie's not the one. <laughs> goodbye.
1: <laughs> and it's goodbye from me. Until next time, swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies is true. Okay. No, there's. I swear, just before that, Miles. <laughs> <old>, God.
0: Um, <laughs>